The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is here. It is time for the 7th Annual Dunked On Basketball NBA Podcast Mock Trade Deadline. If you are not a subscriber to Dunked On Prime, the next two episodes are going to be on Dunked On Prime. I highly suggest that you sign up. We're offering a, a great deal in honor of the Mock Trade Deadline where you can get total access, which is our salary sheets, which we'll update during the trade deadline. Links that we send out three times a week of the best NBA coverage and some of our guests are featured very prominently in that also access to our discord our chats lots of great stuff for being a total access member and you can get that for much cheaper over a yearly basis than you could if you do the podcast only so highly recommend checking that out Dunktown prime there is a link in the description if you're on the public podcast but enough preamble let's get to it here dan feldman of nbc kevin pelton of espn danny larue of the athletic and this podcast how you doing gentlemen good nate how are you excellent good good to to hear that from you guys and i think we could just get right into it here we everyone knows the drill at this point we know the teams and so we're just going to go through here all four of us will alternate and talk about the teams that we have and what they're trying to accomplish before we get into the proceedings here let's start with dan the brooklyn nets would like to trim salary which would go a long way this deep into the luxury tax or add a rotation level talent if a good player is available for a reasonable cost uh, we want to give Paul Millsap to the highest bidder, even if that means just giving him away. In the end, uh, Javon Carter could be had pretty cheap, and we probably want to unload James Johnson, uh, get his full season salary off the books, and replace him with a buyout player. The Boston Celtics are hoping to get value for Dennis Schroeder and safely duck the luxury tax. Josh Richardson also very available. The Charlotte Hornets are looking for our center of the present and ideally of the future as well. We would consider talent at other positions. P.J. Washington is a pathway to getting those things that we're also happy to keep him. And we could theoretically take on some money because we're well under we're well under the tax, but we don't have great mechanisms to do that trade exceptions and whatnot. The Houston Rockets would like to get a first back for Eric Gordon or a significant young player. Taylor Horton Tucker doesn't count. We are also making Daniel Wait, what Tice. the hell do you mean Taylor Horton Tucker doesn't count? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Tice is also available for a first round pick. Actually, a second. And Wait, that that's what you're giving us? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not we're not we're, can I just the get through my, are in full force. I guess I did start this with my uh, casting aspersions on another team's player already here in the preamble. That's that's supposed to wait until the actual negotiations, but apparently I, I started it, but I, I may be living in a glass house a little bit here. Uh, we're also willing to listen on Jay Sean Tate. 
who we feel might fit more on a winning team uh but we would want a first for him we might be willing to take back some bad salary in that deal though and we might be willing to package tice and tate and take back bad money for consideration the atlanta hawks would love to make a consolidation trade and we'd also kind of like to get ahead on danilo gallinari's partial guarantee decision uh for next year by trading him for value now uh, we could also trade picks uh, in our search for upgrades the cleveland cavaliers are hoping to upgrade our backcourt in anticipation of a deep playoff run this year maybe take advantage of our spending power next season we're listening on ricky rubio and colin sexton depending on what you have to offer the toronto raptors are looking for a center option to be a part of our rotation but we're not going to pay a premium unless it is a premium player we are willing to listen but not but would have to be absolutely bowled over for any of our key players but we will that that's ananobi and pascal siakam and all that and we are looking to move goran dragic for these upgrades if possible the detroit pistons are looking to move on from jeremy grant and we are looking for two very significant assets either first round picks or young players equivalent but realistically we'll go to the highest bidder unless it's only one asset that isn't that good in which case we're happy to hold on to him kelly olenic is also available and we might be interested in trading for a young restricted free agent that we can re-sign this offseason the phoenix suns want to use dario saric's expiring contract with him injured uh plus uh picks to upgrade depth probably in the front court and maybe just maybe we would quietly explore deandre ayton trades uh, if there's a home run out there before we have to pay him in restricted free agency dallas mavericks are exploring the market for jalen brunson and dorian finney smith before they become unrestricted free agents we don't feel like we have to move either of them only if there's great value and we need to find replacements if we did trade them the memphis grizzlies are looking to build on their successful first half of the season adding a significant long-term piece and would be willing to pay a premium for it but other than that looking for moves on the perim- on the periphery for the indiana pacers miles turner karis lavert and demontis sabonis are all available we're looking for at least two major assets for miles turner two first round picks plus a prospect for sabonis and one first round pick for karis lavert justin holiday is also available the miami heat want to stay below the luxury tax line and we're open to moving a couple deep reserves uh to clear roster spots get a little more breathing room below the tax because you know we'll be active in the buyout market the denver nuggets are hoping to add a legitimate backup center without going into the luxury tax and jamichael green is available the minnesota timberwolves are looking to add talent that makes sense for both the near term and the long term we are willing to part with our first round pick to make it happen we have plenty of matching salary and we could also we'd be discussing some bigger pieces that make sense alongside anthony edwards and carl anthony towns depending on the reciprocation in the market the oklahoma city thunder have more than 30 million dollars below the cap so we have plenty of room to take on your bad contracts We've also got Kendrick Williams available, and we will be willing to take back your crappy salary for a first-round pick, and we can absolutely make a lopsided trade to save teams money while also sending out Kendrick Williams. And yeah, we'd like to reach the salary floor because certainly we wouldn't want to pay our own players any more money. Uh, the New York Knicks are trying to convince stars elsewhere to demand a trade to us. Uh, we're also not really actively looking to do this, but we're open to if there's real high demand, uh, maybe selling some of our veterans, you know, key members of a reigning playoff team. Sell them while the value is high for sure. Uh, the LA Clippers are hoping to convert Eric Bledsoe and Serge Ibaka into uh, players who are signed up long term to continue to take advantage of our spending power. The Los Angeles Lakers are looking to add 
add talent using Taylor Horton Tucker and or Kendrick Nunn. And we will listen on Russell Westbrook, but we really only want to do something if a team is interested in adding him. We're not going to salary dump him at this time. The Orlando Magic have Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, and Mo Bamba all available. And we would like a first round pick for any of those gentlemen, but might be willing to take back some longer term salary in exchange to get to that value. Bucks here. Uh, we can't let our luxury tax bill get too high, but we'd like to add some more front court depth for the right player. We'd even trade Dante DiVincenzo, although we're certainly not eager to move him. Uh, we would like to dump Shemi Ojale given the luxury tax concerns. The Philadelphia 76ers have changed our outlook a little bit on a Ben Simmons trade. We would like to make a deal that gets us some short-term help, but still offers long-term trade pieces in our pursuit of, I don't know, a veteran star who happened to play for our executive in another city. I don't know if you can think of anyone who matches that description. <laughs> but uh, if, if the price isn't right, we definitely will hold on to Ben Simmons as we have for so very long. Lakers uh, here, Russell ne- Westbrook ne- is available. Nets, ne- Nets here, we would uh, like to uh, file a tampering complaint with the NBA. <laughs> we didn't name any names. Yeah, La- La- talk- Lakers here, Russell Westbrook is available if you want if you want him for, for Ben Simmons. <laughs> The Golden State Warriors are theoretically open to moving some of our young talent for a clear-cut fifth closer on our team, but probably not going to make a deal happen, and we'll maybe make some moves to save some tax on the margins. The Portland Trailblazers are not going to listen on trade offers for Damian Lillard. We are looking to reload around him. We will be taking offers, however, for CJ McCollum, Robert Covington, Yusuf Nurkic, and Larry Nance. However, we also have to get out of the tax and we'd like to move Cody Zeller to reduce that tax bill as well. The Washington Wizards are going to explore trading everybody but Bradley Beal. Also, a little more quietly, we might actually listen to offers on Bradley Beal. Probably won't do it, but at least listen. Uh, the, the players were most eager about moving are Montrez Harrell and Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, we want to make the postseason this year, but long-term viability is also a priority. The San Antonio Spurs are going to kick the tires on a Ben Simmons trade without offering DeJounte Murray, future all-star reserve DeJounte Murray, <laughs> and hoping to get value for Thaddeus Young. The six-time NBA champion Chicago Bulls are thrilled with our success to start this season, and we would be interested in adding a wing defender without a with if it, we can get one at a reasonable price. Kobe White is probably our pathway to doing so. We are not particularly interested in trading Patrick Williams in unless you have a very, very strong offer. The Sacramento Kings are making Harrison Barnes available, looking for two prime assets for him. We might maybe kind of, sort of be willing to listen on Deer. In fact, we never traded him, of course, because it's been reported that we're not trying to do that. But we might be willing to just listen to trade off on Deer and Fox. Buddy Heald is available for a first-round pick as well, and we're willing to listen on Rashawn Holmes, though I'd say we're not actively trying to. The New Orleans Pelicans want to use first-round picks, uh, future first-round picks to save our job. Oh, wait, excuse me. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Uh, we want to make a strong postseason push for uh, when Zion Williamson returns in a season. Uh, we'd ideally like to get more firepower in the backcourt offensively and or defensively. But you so don't, it, what, what he Because he's going to be ready for this season, right? Like I said, he's going to return in a season. <laughs> I think I was crystal clear. And if you didn't understand that, that's on you. Twisting my words around. Uh, the Utah Jazz are hoping to upgrade our defense without increasing our luxury tax bill. Mm, very interesting. Man, it is crazy to think that I've been working with Helix Sleep since 2015. And I think that's because my story with them seems to really resonate with listeners. If you've never heard it before, that was kind of the beginning of the direct-to-consumer boom. 
and there was another very prominent mattress company at that time that was trying to convince you that mattresses were one size fits all they found the one formula the one mattress that was going to work for everyone my then girlfriend now wife and i ordered that mattress we ended up having to return it because hey guess what not everyone is the same and then she did some more research and found helix sleep we took their sleep quiz and we found a mattress that actually worked for us and our body types and uh, helix offers 20 unique mattresses everybody sleeps differently and helix mattresses are designed for specific sleep positions and field preferences hot or cold side sleeper back sleeper so take that helix sleep quiz find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and it's shipped straight to your door free of charge it's no risk because you really need to sleep on the mattress in your own home you're like well how should i order this if i can't sleep I'm like yeah you're not going to learn anything by going to the mattress store and sleeping on the mattress where do i take my shoes off do i leave my shoes on but then my feet kind of hang off the bed because i don't want to put my shoes on the bed and is it weird that i'm laying here for more than 30 seconds you can't tell anything under those circumstances you might as well just order it get it sent to your house get that 100 night trial they're 10 to 15 year warranty depending on the model and there's never been a better time to try a helix sleep mattress because they are offering 20 percent off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash capspace easier slash capspace we talk about all the time here on the program that's helixsleep.com slash capspace this is their best offer yet i can attest to that since i've been working with them for nine years and it won't last long with helix better sleep starts now don't forget that slash capspace url to let them know that you came from us man i just love american giant just an amazing clothing company i was reminded again of how much i love it when i drove from california to montana over the all-star break and you know what it's like when you're on a long road trip and it's cold particularly when it starts off warm in the bay and then we get into some really cold areas you're like well i don't want to wear like my jacket in the car but then i get out to fill gas I'm going to be freezing, but the American Giant hoodie was perfect because despite being made out of a nice heavy material that'll keep you warm, it's not too hot as well. So I was able to wear it in the car, not be too hot, step out of the car and still be warm enough when I was filling up gas or going into a restaurant or something that I didn't feel like I needed my jacket, even when it was cold outside. These things are amazingly durable. I proposed to my wife wearing an American Giant hoodie in the Grand Canyon almost seven years ago. I still own that same hoodie. I still wear it constantly. And American Giant has since spread out into all sorts uh, of other types of clothing like their premium slub crew tee the no bs high-rise pant the slim roughneck pant featured in giant magazine issue two every american giant piece is made in america and designed to last no exceptions and it provides year-round comfort so find a closet staple for every part of your spring days at american-giant.com and get 20 percent off your first order when you use that finger code capspace at checkout you remember we talk about capspace all the time here on the program that's 20 percent off your first order at american-giant.com don't forget that cap space code to let them know you came from us all right well let's get to work here then guys and i think the place to start is with the domino that we've been waiting for it to fall for well, basically since around this time last year one ben simmons in philadelphia sixers you you said you might be open to maybe moving him are can you elaborate on what you might be looking for is, are there any offers that you would like to make for what you'd like back in terms of ben simmons yeah i mean we're looking for you know value and obviously 
obviously we're not getting much short-term value out of Ben Simmons right now. That's something that we want as part of this deal, but we also don't want to compromise our ability to continue to pursue a star down the road in, in you know, pursuit of that. So uh, definitely we want both short-term and long-term value. I mean, I, you know, first off, we've, we've just heard the from the Wizards that perhaps they're interested in, they're willing to consider a Bradley Beal trade. And Wizards, what, if Simmons for Beal was the framework of a trade, what, what would that look like for you? Well, it would look uh, troubling because we're not sure that Ben Simmons is vaccinated. Um, and now our players need to be vaccinated to play their home games. Uh, we don't really see anything viable there. No, he has actually been vaccinated. That came, that came out today. Ah, so now we feel a little bit more uh, confident about it. But, you know, I mean, he's been out all this time. Um, you know, we we would need, uh, you know, some type of package of like Ben Simmons and then four first round picks and three swaps to to consider. We got to imagine, uh, you know, we're, we're going to re-sign Bradley Beal. We've had great communication with him. Uh, we think his value would be even higher on a long-term contract. Uh, we want to win with Bradley Beal. That is our priority A for sure. Um, you know, unless you're just sending us all the assets you have we know you're trying to win now we're not trying to be ridiculous and ask for joel Embiid, uh but it's got to be simmons it's got to be uh maxi plus you know picks a lot of picks like that monster hall that's where we're doing it now i don't know if that sounds like a reasonable conversation for us but we can always revisit this in the off season or, or next year. I'm assuming you'll still have Ben Simmons the way you're approaching these trade talks. Uh, you know, if Beal wants to move on, then we would be open to it then. So keep us in mind for, for that. Well, you know, a sign and trade would hard cap us. So remember that, you know, that would be reflected in what we're willing to offer at that point. So sure. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the next trade deadline, right? We're going to try and I win see. next season with Beal and we look yeah, at that. If that company's going to resign. Huh? Yeah. Very, we've had great communication with him. Lately? We've had great communication with him just a lot of great open communication okay Ooh, good for you uh we we have not had a lot of com- communication with ben simmons uh kings <laughs> is tyrese halliburton available Oof. you know it's we certainly leaked it to the media that darren vox would not be available and tyrese halliburton would not be available so it wouldn't really behoove us you know us well daryl obviously since we work together it wouldn't really behoove us to make an offer at this point but you know we might be willing we might be willing to listen certainly I, I'm, I'm willing to listen and if there's a deal construction clearly our, our previous talks before this you're so pie in the sky that we were even willing to leak it to the media that we're not interested in doing a trade for ben simmons so if uh you're gonna just have to come with an offer that is gonna make us change the entire feeling on potentially acquiring ben simmons I didn't hear a no in there. So would you do Halliburton and Buddy Heald for Ben Simmons? No, I think we would require something more than that. Okay, well, what if the framework were... You know, we've talked about you taking back Tobias Harris in addition to Simmons, uh, possibly something like Tobias Harris for Con Korkmaz and Simmons for Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, and we'd want two first round picks in that case. That's interesting. So essentially what we've got here is, you know, we actually think Buddy Heald has some value. And you can correct me if I'm wrong here on this summary, but I'm just trying to make it a little bit less complicated. If you basically kind of the idea is if Fox and Simmons are about equal, which I think it's, I think it's a reasonable perspective from both sides then you've got we're giving up you're you're giving us two first round picks or we're giving you two first round picks you're, you're giving us two first round picks because we do not see simmons uh, deer and fox who has never made an all-star game is is equals i'm afraid yeah well and as we know obviously making an all-star game is basically you know that's that's like more important than like playing well in the playoffs <laughs> okay and, you know, any, well any skill you know skill you know, Darren fox to, is great history of playing well in the playoffs i know one way to not play poorly in the playoffs and that's to not make the playoffs for what is it now 16 years and counting 
<laughs> now, nah, Daryl, since since we're such good friends, uh, I'll let that slide. <laughs> but I, I see, I think throwing in Tobias Harris and also what because basically whatever the difference is between Fox and Simmons, it's not worth taking on that Tobias Harris contract, which is really rough. And then we also think that Buddy Heald has positive value as well, or at least neutral value. He's a good player. Teams have been interested in the Lakers were willing to give up a first plus a couple of good players to get him this offseason. So he clearly has some value. So that's really, you're almost basically asking us to give up two first round picks and take on Harris and lose Heald, who's also worth something. Whatever the difference between Fox and Simmons is, it's not that. Okay, well, you know, maybe we can revisit this once the uh, you've established a market for Heald and Barnes, and, and maybe it's not quite as robust as you think it is. Does anyone else have offers? Timberwolves here. We are not willing to include Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Edwards in the deal, but we have a lot of ways to get to the salary, whether that includes D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Torian Prince. Like there are a lot of there are a lot of different ways we can get there. We just weren't sure if there was a package and D'Angelo Russell has made an all-star game. So you can have interest there. We weren't we That's weren't true. sure if there was a framework that interest that that worked for you, but we wanted to express our interest in adding Ben Simmons to our Team. Yeah, I'm not sure that moves us, you know, keeps us as close as we currently are to make you a deal for a star. You know, obviously there'd be many draft picks involved in this coming back. We would be willing to include up to two. So if that... Mm. I don't know if that's that's going to be enough for us. Uh, Hawks, Hawks here. Uh, we're interested in Ben Simmons, something based around John Collins. But if you say the words Tobias or Harris, we're hanging out. <laughs> okay. John Collins and what? Uh, we could do a, a, a first rounder with it. I'm not convinced Collins is a great fit with Trey Young. The first rounder is me this this year's you, first you mean, rounder. You mean with Embiid? Collins with Embiid? Yes, yes. That's that's with yeah, Tobias not, Harris. Not... Tobias Harris is actually what I meant. I didn't. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can send Tobias Harris wherever you want. Although, oh, I am excusing you saying the words in this call. Uh, you can send him wherever you want. Does not do Atlanta. I mean, that's an interesting offer. What's the matching salary here, DeLon Wright? I mean, we could talk about that. He's, you know, Kevin Knox? Yeah, Kevin Knox would be preferable. It substantially reduces our tax bill if we make that deal. We need, we need to stay under the uh, the tax line, however we finalize this. But but the main piece would be, you know, John Collins and then, uh, you know, a first round pick protected moderately lottery protected type something yeah i think this is where it comes back to the question of is john collins in a first round pick is attractive if i'm going out searching for a star this summer as ben simmons is and that's getting closer to the line and certainly it's going to improve my team this season i'm still not sure it quite gets me there okay pacers here we obviously can't go into the tax ever for any reason but you <laughs> might be willing to think about a deal i guess it's just it's it's going to be hard to get to the matching salary for us like we might be willing to actually take on tobias harris like he's just the sort of player that might be able to get us back into losing in the first round of the playoffs again and we would be willing to make dematis sabonis available is you think there's anything we could do that would include if you have interest in sabonis that would be harris and simmons with sabonis going back is there some that we could do there that and you know we think that we acknowledge i, I we kind of see simmons and sabonis as relatively similar players maybe simmons has a little bit more value than sabonis if we're being honest so but we'd be willing to make up that difference by potentially taking on tobias harris also and sending you back some expiring ish contract wizards here while you're thinking on that we're interested in sabonis and maybe this could be a three-team trade uh if we happen to have players who fit better with you uh 
than Sabonis. We'd love to have him land in Washington. Okay, what 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 kind of value are you thinking for Sabonis? You know, first round plus. I don't know if we're willing to do like the two first rounders, um, but a little bit more than a first rounder. Raptors here, we could make a similar offer for Sabonis. What, what's the centerpiece of that offer? Because I'm assuming Washington's giving me a player who's helping re- me right now, whether that's... Spen- Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, Co- Kyle Kuzma, perhaps. Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> Sure, I mean... Goran Dragic would be a fantastic fit in Philadelphia. If he can talented play. Pick and roll, talented talented pick-and-roll player. It's uh, We're confident he could play. Precious Chua could be a, an important part of it. But we're not... We're, and we could, yeah, we could we talk just, We could talk about Gary Trent Jr. in this, if you want. Ananobi, Barnes, Siakam are not in play for this kind of a deal. Yeah, as the Pacers here, seems like we might do better just trying to move Savonis on his own rather than folding it in with Simmons well, and Harris. Wizards here, one reason we, we thought this might be attractive is a three-team trade like for example somebody like uh contavious called pope i think would would help the 76ers more than the pacers now um you know but it, you know pacers if you want them we could just talk in a little bit about just sabonis with us you know that's uh that's up to you. somebody like even davis bertans i know is highly paid as negative value he'd probably play well on the 76ers uh, it'd probably be less negative value in philadelphia so just throwing that out there however you guys want to proceed yeah i mean i i would say let's let's just talk amongst ourselves sixers uh, as indiana and see if there's just a general framework we can come to and then maybe we can loop in a third team if we feel like we're even remotely close yes yeah, so we have to be looking at something like sabonis lavert warren lamb and either holiday or craig yeah we would get back harris and and simmons so yeah i mean our, our team then would be harris simmons and turner up front we'd still have malcolm brogdon we're giving up warren who we would like to resign we'd like to keep him out of the deal if we can he he actually really wants to be there but would we i guess that's because we can't trade brockton we don't want to trade turner in this scenario so and you and you yeah. don't want to go into the tax so yeah i think he probably has to be in this deal to make it workable because that's about 65 million simmons and harris is uh 66 i want to say 68 60 yeah closer to 69 so 69 yeah yeah i mean we might be able to you know if we include both craig and holiday could that get us there i mean then we run into some roster spot issues as well maybe we could work it out with okc potentially or someone else who has a trade exception uh who would be willing to take on someone maybe a goga batadze or something to help keep us out of the tax i'm starting to lose lose track of exactly where we are though here in terms of the tax i mean i, I think let's try and get there on the value first and yeah. then maybe we can work out the financial components of it later so i mean certainly you know taking harris out of the deal or taking harris back in the deal is value to us there's a path now for us to create some cap space which would be good if we want to use leverage to sign someone who could potentially become a free agent this summer again not thinking anyone in particular that's uh, here uh, nba how's that tampering <laughs> investigation going i i think we'd probably want a first round pick in this deal and I do think it probably would make more sense to expand it to more teams because that way, you know, the fact that we're sending out two players and you're sending back five, we can kind of re- redistribute those among the three teams and make it make more sense, perhaps. But, well, if you want a first round pick for us, I, I think this dies. We think of Sabonis and Simmons as pretty equivalent. I don't know if there is even as much as a first round pick of difference between them, but we see taking on Tobias Harris. That's like we would if we were just going to take on Tobias Harris for expiring contracts, we would want two first round picks for that. So if anything, we think we're kind of we're a little bit in the negative there. Yeah, I guess to get back to my question, though, again, if I were trying to make a deal this summer, is Sabonis going to make sense for the teams I'm dealing with more than Simmons is? 
don't know that that, I mean, it, again, it gives me more flexibility to create cap space or avoid if we do get hard capped in a sign in trade. But we also just need that value in return to get this star player. It also might not be a player who's a potential free agent. It could be a player on another team who's under contract. And, you know, then we're, we're kind of gambling that Sabonis is the right fit for that team. Well, it, it's up to you. I mean, I, I think we, we're, I think we're, we would be willing to do this construction of taking on Harris, getting Ben Simmons, sending back Sabonis and, relatively low level of contract and we'd include Levert someone we're looking for a first round pick for as well but we acknowledge as the Pacers that getting a talent like Ben Simmons even a talent like Tobias Harris is a little bit difficult in our market so uh, and we just we, we probably need to break up this Sabonis Turner thing uh, I mean the other thing though is that we're then you know I, this is starting to break down for us a little bit too because then we might be better off just moving Miles Turner we're kind of forgoing that path now we don't even know what's down that path yet so uh, that might be something we may want to consider as well maybe we're just we may just be too early on this to where we don't really know what the other paths are for our guys if we wanted to just sell them off and just move forward that way rather than getting ben simmons who so i, I think should I think we this table this been, yeah i think this has been useful uh, but we may need to go further into the process we can keep this as a potential option i mean as long as you feel if you're gonna be honest with us here do you feel like we could get close on this sort of a construction because like, if, if you're gonna say no we actually would need more value out of it we would want to first as well then i think if, if that's your feeling on it then we could just forget about this please i think that's our feeling on it okay then i think we'll we'll just have to forget about it for now and probably forever all right spurs here we're willing to offer Derek white thaddeus young and the 2025 chicago first round pick we got in the demar Derozan sign and trade Th- thoughts on that from outside since that's a uh, self-dealing I don't think that's enough. Not enough. Uh, I mean, honestly, like I've said this before, I think that actually is fair value for Simmons in terms of just what his value is. There are many trades out there that I think are fair value for Simmons on the contract that he's on and given the state of him as an asset right now. But it just, it doesn't, if you're going for the big fish and that's that's your ultimate goal, you know, I mean, you wouldn't, how much does Derek White increase your championship odds? Like, you know, 0.1% or something? I mean, that's not worth it. Right. Well... <laughs> We try to be more reasonable here, but uh doesn't look like there's a deal out there for Simmons right now. Yeah, reasonable uh remains in the eye of the beholder. Well, I think is there oh, wait, yeah. as a, as a, as a, from the peanut gallery, is there a Portland offer here? They're not my team, so. Yeah, um, I don't think so at this point. I mean, I assume you'd still be willing to do a McCollum Simmons deal. Sure. No, I I think we would be willing to do that. It, it just it seems like that's just so not what Philly is interested in. I mean, I I think that's really kind of more in Philly's court to say what they'd be willing to do. Um cuz I mean it, it boils down to the idea that ultimately Philly is the one that has to trade Ben Simmons, right? I think it's more incumbent upon them to make offers, particularly given how astronomical the asking price has been i think pretty much anyone who's been engaged with them over this period of time which i think portland is to some degree if we're not making damian lillard available i'd want to hear what your offer is you know we're at the point where your offers have been so ridiculous like it doesn't make sense to engage further with those previous offers as a baseline so where are you at right now with us portland yeah i mean probably in the same position where you know mccollum gives us a really undersized backcourt if we do that so again we'd think it'd be you know, multiple first round picks, maybe two firsts and a swap to 
pay us off for that yeah as portland we might be willing to consider that um now we do have this issue with the, where we owe this pick to the bulls that's lotto protected is there anyone else on our roster that you would be interested in that that could help you out here where we maybe don't have to give up two first well obviously simon's and little we'd have a lot of interest in yeah well little obviously is out for the year simon's still, I think, you know one more year at 4.2 million he could help us yeah I and mean, simon's i think the whole idea of moving on from mccollum is that we love the way simon's played we want to pair him with damian lillard going forward i mean the other possibility is you maybe you know if there are first picks that you can get for some of the guys currently on your roster and yeah, using that's like that yeah that's true i mean covington nurkic i'm sure you have no interest in nurkic as another center nance those guys i think are you interested in in bringing robert covington back to philadelphia and also for his third reunion with daryl morey as well we definitely have some interest in that i mean i think that's probably more in the swap range now than you know an outright first round pick yeah um but if we could make it something like you know simmons and danny green for covington and mccollum that's pretty much salary neutral yeah well obviously we've also got our tax issues here to deal with as well it's dealing covington without getting out of the tax is difficult he's kind of our ticket to get out of the tax at this point i hate being these having to get out of the tax teams by the way there's a reason i'm always the sellers because <laughs> they usually don't have to get out of tax <laughs> uh yeah that that's interesting as well um and what is your feeling philly you know if we offer you a first allowable draft first rounder how do you feel about that are you fine with that you know that has some production on it but maybe not a ridiculous amount you know top 10 ish protected something like that yeah i think if there's one of those picks that's okay because we think you know with simmons and a healthy damian lillard you're reasonably likely to make the playoffs next year and start the clock on that at least yeah yeah i guess that's true right because that bulls pick goes out basically forever right bulls here if you want to lighten the protections on it we can talk i don't think that's necessary quite yet but we'll we'll keep that in mind bulls because so maybe but, maybe yeah. gauge the market if you can get a first for larry nance or for nurkic then then we can talk yeah oh you're saying to that we could then turn around to give to you guys correct interesting yeah so we so we would have our one first round pick that's ours going forward in the trade and the other one acquired okay that's a, that's something to consider as well here so we, we've got a, a i mean this indiana thing thinks like it seems like it's not going to work but portland if you're if you're willing to take back cj i think that's we may have a path to getting a deal done here potentially okay and and, and the beauty of this too is if we get ben simmons this year you know it's he's says he's going to need a month to ramp up but we don't really care about that <laughs> we're, we're happy to uh, part of the appeal of moving cj is getting our own draft pick to be better this season also okay Anyone who's seen our YouTube videos knows that I don't wear formal stuff all the time. So when it's time to dress up rather than dress down, I highly recommend Inochino. They were the official outfitter of my wedding. I got my tux from there. All my groomsmen got their sport jackets from there as well. I felt really good about having them be the outfitter of my wedding because all my groomsmen were going to get stuff that they could continue to wear that fit them perfectly. Because when you go somewhere else, you're not going to get something that's made for you. So why not measure yourself in 10 minutes or visit a showroom rather than feeling like you're wearing somebody else's suit that they tried and failed to tailor for you. And not only does Indochino have the suits that made them famous, but now they've got everything. Blazers, pants, women's wear, outerwear, designed and made for you. Hundreds of high quality fabrics to choose from. European wools, linen, cottons, tons of colors, tons of patterns you can customize. Things like the lapel, the vents, the pockets. 
and you'll get a piece that is personalized for you in fit and style. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com. Use the code CAPSPACE. Use the CAPSPACE. We talk about all the time here on the program. You get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino. I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O. Indochino.com. And don't forget that CAPSPACE code to let them know that you came from us. Okay, let's let's move on here now to the Pacers guys since we just brought it up. What is the market right now for DeMontis Sabonis? As I mentioned, we're looking for something on the order of two firsts and another nice young player. Uh, Wizards here. Uh, We're interested in Sabonis. We might not go quite that high, uh, but we'd be interested in something that's uh, commensurate value with between uh, one and two first round picks. So more than one, a little less than two. Uh, Matching salary might end up with somebody decent. What do you you think of Spencer Dinwiddie? Uh, We basically have a better version of him in Malcolm Brogdon already. So not really interested in him. I feel like they could play together maybe. Just like he and Beal can play together. Well, Beal's not Beal's not Brogdon. Also, I don't know. I'm not so sure that Beal and Dinwiddie can't play together. That doesn't seem like a on court thing quite as much. Uh, perhaps not. Perhaps not. Uh, however, I just if you're like I said, we're looking for something akin to what uh, I mean. I would say the floor is the package that Orlando got for Nikola Vucevic last year. Savonis makes less probably better than Vucevic and he's much much younger so I think that's that's really the floor you're trying to go between a first and a second like between two firsts when we're talking about basically almost the equivalent of three firsts at this point so we're way too far away and you guys don't really have any players that particularly interest us I would say I mean maybe Denny Avia might be the only one that we you know like we could say Denny Avia could be maybe that prospect but then we'd still be looking for two picks on top of that yeah I mean it sounds like we're in different ballparks but throughout there I understand Spencer Dinwiddie's not the most appealing at this moment and if you wanted to uh you know view him as a as as a negative we could do like two bona fide first with Dinwiddie as the matching salary um we're not willing to put in Avdia we could put in Rui um you know we can we can get into closer but if your demands are that strict um and I you know I don't know how much you can get for Miles Turner given his injury issues um I don't know what else is out there for Sabonis after uh I say this maybe we can explore but just a little bit of a warning that you know you might wind up just stuck with Sabonis and Turner again well I think we can we're not going anywhere this season so that's no problem we can revisit this in the office I think they'll both still have decent value and you know it's not like we play so poorly when those guys are are together too we'd like to break them up but we're not going to do it just for the sake of doing it Raptors here we're guessing that you don't we so we'd be interested in something involving maybe a first and Gary Trent Jr but that that seems like it's below your standard just wanted to make sure we have other young guys but we're not looking at OG or Van Vliet or Siakam in this deal how about uh Sabonis for Scotty Barnes no thank you you know if it were Trent and two firsts with you know decently low protection on him you know something better than lottery protected that I think we could think about doing we respect that we we if that's if that's the price we think we can get we can get a pretty good fit for a lot less on this center market so we will hold off for now if you want to call us back our offer is probably going to stay pretty similar okay yeah well we just and 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 you'll probably hear from us in about five minutes about Miles Turner anyway so (laughs) any other teams looking at DeMontis Savonis at this point we had Raptors we had Wiz 
uh, Hornets aren't particularly interested. We, we you, your price is high, and we're focused on other guys because you would you would exacerbate some of our challenges and not solve our problems. Lakers here. If you want to do it for Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Dunn, let's make it happen. No, I, I don't think that that's... we could we could put you, it in you, first too. Then you get yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker. He's worth two firsts and Kyle Lowry, and then you got and then you get the other first round pick. Yeah, Portland and and Sacramento. I think both had some interest in Sabonis as well. I have both of those teams, so that does kind of make it a little bit difficult but you know a De'Aaron Fox for DeMontis Sabonis if someone wants to take over the Kings or I I guess it's really up to the Pacers to decide whether that would be worth it or not I think they probably would say no I think the Pacers would say yes and the Kings would say no which maybe means we're circling something. Yeah, see, I... To, to me, that feels like a deal that wouldn't happen right now because they, I think both teams would want to see where things go, both in the negotiations for everybody else and... Because, like, I mean, Fox duplicates Brogdon and Brogdon's sticking around for now. Yeah, yeah. in some ways, it imbalances both, imbalances both of those rosters. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, the Kings need kind of a second start. The combination of Sabonis and Halliburton would be pretty good for the King. But, yeah, I mean, the Pacers already have Brogdon. They extended him. That does make things a little bit more difficult. Um, um, yeah, let's let's table that one now and potentially forever. We're, we're really stri- this is a it's starting to become clear that this is all there's so many moving parts here and so many things that so many different paths available to these teams that we got to do a lot of exploratory discussions How about Miles Turner. What's the market for Miles Turner right now? The Memphis Grizzlies would like to to make two quick phone calls before we talk to you about Miles Turner. Is that okay? Well, is there anyone else who wants to just make an offer straight up first? M- okay, that's fine. Memphis will we, mem- as Memphis here. We can we can get back to that. But if you if, if you want to if you want to do that before we make our two quick calls because we think we can make a very strong offer. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. If you guys have a lot of ammo, so yeah. Why don't you do that because I I think you're more realistically can get to where we need you to be on. Hey Boston, how are you feeling about Jalen Brown? Not not interested in moving. The longest of shots, but hey, New Orleans, how are you feeling about Zion Williamson? Want to make a move early? Uh, no, thank you. Okay, Memphis, we're in the conversation now. <laughs> ah, that was that was conveniently <laughs> quick. Yeah, so I I told you basically kind of what our our price is on Turner. You know, we're looking for two what we consider to be very good assets. What's your offer, Memphis? We're working through it in a couple of different frameworks. So if we're doing it through expiring contracts, those guys are actually more valuable to us, especially because we're getting a center in the deal. So Kyle Anderson, for example, would help you guys a lot, be actually a really nice piece in your rotation. We have a series of of first round picks. So basically one part of this is what salary we're sending back. So it'd probably be Stephen Adams as the non-expiring salary, and then Kyle Anderson, maybe Tyus Jones is the other one, depending on how we're working on it. But we have yeah, a bunch well, of first Well, round. remember, we can't go into the tax, so... Oh, we're, we're, that's be... not a problem for us. We're we're about $20 million below, so we can we can structure this in a way where if you want to send us back, you know, Tory Craig or something else, like, that's not a problem at all. Um, we, we've got ways to make that work, but the, and then first, first round picks, we, so since we have the Lakers pick and is, and then we have Utah's first this year, we have our own first, and then we have a couple of extras moving forward in the future, 2024 Warriors pick. We, if the Lakers pick is involved, then we think that's the only first because that's going to be pretty juicy. Um, and, but we have plenty of other young players, but if you'd be more interested in our own pick in Utah's, we could make that work as well. We would do it for Zaire Williams and the Lakers pick. Oh, we're not Zaire Williams and the Lakers pick. No, that's, that's, I mean, we just took him 10th overall and gave up a bunch to move up there. That's, we're not doing that for, for Malstrom. If you want it, if you want that extra player to be Brandon Clark or Xavier Tillman, we can, we, that, that we can get in the conversation. We like both those guys. We think they're, you know, if they were in the draft this year, knowing what we know, they would be around first round pick value. That sort of a thing we do, but not Zaire. Absolutely not. So what, what, give me your best 
offer right now, Memphis? Let's go the expiring route for now. Um, so that would be Kyle Anderson, we Kyle Anderson, Jarrett Culver, the and either the Lakers pick or the the combo of the Jazz pick and our own. You can choose of those two which you prefer. Okay, that's that would not get it done. You know, Lakers pick and maybe one more pick we might think about. Um, you know, that that might be Golden State's pick in 2024. Potentially we will want to spread these out a little bit too. I don't know that we want both of these picks for this year necessarily. But I, I think that that's getting a little bit closer. But let's see what else is out there for Turner potentially. Hornets here. We weren't sure how you felt if you were looking for more established players. We don't, our first round picks are a little bit impacted, but we have PJ Washington, who could be a really nice fit with your roster as you're kind of imagining it. And also we would be willing to include James Booknight, who we drafted very high and we still very, we still really like him. And you're, you're not getting a lottery pick from anybody else. And James Booknight was just selected in the lottery. So we wanted, we weren't sure how you valued him. And we can't really throw in first the way other teams can, but we can throw in first round quality players oh we'd be willing to accept it one future first from you could we do book night washington and a lotto protected first available draft we would do two of the three but not all three so you can you can peach that's too much for us to give up from from Turner. he's a, he's a good player but he doesn't solve everything for us that's a, basically everything that we have left okay yeah, and we can also yeah. we can also save you money in the deal we're well well below the tax so there are frameworks that we can get into that will save you a bunch of money okay that's that's uh that's decent um We'll have to see whether uh, Charlotte or Memphis might be willing to, to up their offers. Who else is in the mix here for Miles Turner? I love that this is all Danny's teams. <laughs> <laughs> I have more teams that will bid on Miles Turner, but we—if anybody else has one, Nick's, I mean, none of, Nick's none of my teams in Miles are Turner. Miles Turner. No, not not really. No, none of my teams are are coming to that asking price. Raptors here. Yeah, we have Gary Trent Jr. We have a first round pick. Gary Trent is would be a wonderful fit for where you're going. Can can defend on the perimeter. Can also shoot, which I know you guys need. And, and we don't think he duplicates your 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 talent too much. He you know he, he's not necessarily the best fit in the world with Chris Duarte, but we think you could play those guys together portland portland played gary trent at the three a fair amount we go and we we can't go we're not going to give you two first in the deal but we have a lot of other interesting young players if you wanted a little sweetener like a delano banton or potentially malachi flynn as well or precious chua interesting so a chua trent and a first Mm -hmm. 2022 first we would lottery protect it but we're going to make the playoffs i mean yeah maybe not we might i might want to go down to like top 10 protection on that um we could also theoretically use dragic as either either as the salary if you weren't as interested in Gary Trent if you weren't valuing him the way we were or we could theoretically use Dragic as a vessel for to take on some different salary um potentially that's the we don't have a clear-cut path there but it's just another option if you're interested all right these are pretty decent offers um so KP Dan none of your team's interested no not at that price uh speaking as Dan not as one of my teams I think you should take one of those yeah I mean I'm surprised the offers are this big for someone who might not be back this season right uh the pelicans might have been a little more interested if he weren't hurt um but not coming to that price with the injury well pal pals you're looking to uh get better when uh zion williamson returns but 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 nate why would the pelicans be scared of somebody with a nebulous foot injury (laughs) yeah plus we think uh valentunas is gonna be a good fit with zion you know we don't have that urgency to meet this kind of price
price. I mean, you already have a four spacing center. Why would you need a second? There you go. Okay, so it's down to Memphis, Charlotte, and Toronto. You know, it seems like relative to the way we value them as the Pacers, maybe not the way I would value them personally, but that the delta here between Turner and Sabonis is not that great. And so we probably would rather move Turner than Sabonis, particularly because Sabonis is under contract for another season beyond what Turner is. Charlotte, is there any way we could get you to up your offer by including some other players on our roster that might be a good fit for what you want to do going forward? You know, whether it's Holiday, Craig. Uh, so you, you were talking about us giving up more assets in order to take on more of your money. Or are you talking about adding them to save you money? Because one of those uh, I mean, two I'm is trying fine. To just get to the, I'm trying to just get to the value aspect of it okay. at this point. And because we would do it for Book Night, Washington, and a lotto protected first which is i mean that's very far out in the future so i think that's discounted a little bit you guys didn't want to do that so i'm wondering is there anything else that we could throw in that could get us there that that might bridge that gap to get you to throw in that first the easiest way would be isaiah jackson or chris duarte but i'm guessing you're not that interested there no no we we those are part of our young core and obviously having a cost controlled players is always a concern for us we would need to talk to his agent first, but we would be interested in bringing TJ Warren back to this great state of North Carolina if he were interested in sticking around. Hmm. Yeah, I think that for TJ Warren, you know, just based on what I know about him, he's looking for somewhere that is not going to be too much in the spotlight and Charlotte might be a, a Oh, good fit oh we're not in the spotlight here in Charlotte. That seems like a wonderful fit. <laughs> the challenge, the only challenge that is concerning for us with, with TJ is that we're already in this deal adding Miles Turner and we're keeping Miles Bridges thankfully spelled differently and Warren that might get us close to some some dangerous tax territory so we like you're, you're talking like, about if you if you extend TJ yes Warren. I mean we wouldn't be getting him just as a as an or, or not extend him re-signing him as a as a free sure player. presumably yeah. yes so we're we're conceptually interested but that now that we're thinking about it that gets a little bit hairy because you know our team our team is pricey and we you know some of the filler salary would be there <sighs> So basically, you're trying to add other players that would sweeten the pot. I I, I don't think... If, assuming the guys that you said, because like Justin Holiday, he's reasonably paid. He's not a, a, a screaming deal for us. And we already talked about the talent. So if you don't think two of those three are enough, if you think that's weaker than the other deals, that's unfortunate. But I don't know. I, I think that's well. OK, Um, do you have any like because the other way we could bridge this is through like a either a pick swap or um because if, if we did maybe like in that first level draft, instead of it being you getting our pick it's a pick swap protected like top four or something like that that we could do yeah i'm not sure how how a pick swap can work when it's not a specific year that well, we could just say have. like 2026 or yeah i don't i don't know actually if you can do that i don't i've never heard of that happening before we, I, I, my instinct 20, would be 2026 we, is outside the window it's outside the, the window pick. that's the ah, ah okay yeah that's that's why it might work yeah, so you you would give us the the swap in 2026. Yeah, that's not that valuable. You've got Lamella Ball and we don't, so I'm probably thinking you're probably gonna be better than us at that point. But there's you're there's buying a some chance. variants. Yeah, there's a chance. So we're talking Book Night Washington 2026 swap, and then what's the the matching salary? Still, you'd put Plumley in as well. Would presumably be Plumley. He seems like quite a good fit for Indiana. <laughs> Actually, shocking, he hasn't played for the Pacers. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Yeah, well, his, his brother played there. They drafted his brother back. 
they sure did yeah all right that that's pretty good um grizz or or raptors would you be willing to up your offers a little bit i think that offer to me is better better than what's been offered so far from memphis memphis was just you're basically offering one first right at this point am i remembering that correctly or am i we well we we think we have better better kind of younger players to fit in in terms of brandon clark and tillman and all of that so it would be a first along and i mean kyle anderson is is a player that could help you right now is should that be something and you uh, we, right. we need help going in the opposite direction right now this year <laughs> then you could trade him for help going in the other direction right now um we would we could include the weaker of our own pick and utah's pick that we we could we could do that the problem is we we like miles turner and but he doesn't help us a ton right now and we don't we don't want to drain the coffers too much because if boston or one of the other teams loosen if they end up having one of their players available we don't know if they're going to be interested in miles turner so we we don't want to throw too much in in on this so this is the lakers pick and the worst of the utah pick and your own pick all 2022 yes so there's a little concern that lakers pick is top 10 protected can we say if that doesn't go that's actually pretty juicy that lakers pick is probably going to be in the mid that's the best pick anyone's going to offer you speaking as the only the memphis gm not as all three gms bidding on miles turner well all right can we do it this way then the construction right now is lakers pick and the worst of yours and utah's that's what you're offering yes can we can we change that so that if the lakers pick doesn't go then we would get your pick this year utah's pick this year and that 2024 golden state first no we're not going to give you all three but we can make it so that it's either the we can make it the better of the warriors pick and our own pick in 2024 a lot of you know protecting our let's say top four hmm yeah i mean that that's a concern right the whole reason i'm picking this over you know the charlotte deal with book Knight and washington in the swap would be because of that lakers pick and so we really need to be protected could you also throw in like a juicy second there if that lakers pick doesn't go you get a couple of seconds if that doesn't go right we would instead receive cleveland yeah yeah we would get uh we would get two seconds if that goes we can convey we would convey both of those to you and uh, what are those picks I was hoping you wouldn't ask. Uh, Cleveland's 2022 second and New Orleans 2025 second. New Orleans 2025 second could be pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, so I'm definitely good on, I I think that the Lakers pick this year plus worse of Utah and Memphis this year. That's good. It's just, we got to figure out. I I like that better, I think, than the Charlotte offer, but you just need to figure out. I think because PJ Washington is not an unbelievable fit with Sabonis. Book night, we've kind of got some scoring guards already. I don't really know how well he fits in. Like those guys have some value, but I don't know if they're a great fit next to Sabonis. We we if we're gonna have Sabonis, the way we're gonna build our team is to try to have more size around him rather than having guys who don't really have a ton of length or playmaking defensively around him. So I do think being able to draft and fit into our vision is good. Hornets here, the deal that we have, the deal that we have right now is pretty even on salary. Would it help if you could add in somebody like Justin Holiday, or actually I think it would be easier with Tory Craig if you added them in that saves you a bunch of money we could we we I think we technically have to throw in like a, a very small salary to make it work but would that would that
that make it more enticing for you? You're cutting money this year and cutting money next year that way. I don't think so because I don't like anything that you're offering as much as I like that Lakers pick. So I think it's just, again, it's about limiting the downside on that Lakers pick. So I'll tell you what, Memphis, let's let's see. So you're saying if the Lakers pick doesn't convey, then in 2024, you're giving us the better of yours or Golden State's, both of those top four protected? Yes. And in which if one of them then get, it doesn't go, then we just get the other one. Right. And you can throw, what are the two best seconds that you have? Well, New Orleans, New Orleans one in 2025 would probably be number one. Number two is Eye of the Beholder. Indiana's 2024 second might be that. Ooh, yeah, we could get back our own 2024 second. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's within a swap, but we could say like the pick that we're getting in that swap, which is probably going to be theirs. All right. I think I think we can mark this one down. I, I think I'm, I feel good on that. Uh, wow, that's pretty crazy to have Miles Turner in, in Memphis. Does, doesn't seem that realistic, but I also think I mean, it's really good for the Grizz. I had a real challenge with Memphis of like, because they're, they're about to, I actually talked about this with Seth Partno recently, they're about to drive a lot of cars off the lot and if, if they're if i don't think jalen brown's coming available this year and if that's the case then they're gonna have to draft really really well oh yeah and we also get to save a little bit of money here too if we get anderson and culver i think anderson and, is a candidate to be rerouted at some point later in this pod sure oh, oh really that's i, I never would have guessed that kp even <laughs> though he didn't go to the university of washington <laughs> went to a better school in the pac-12 yeah okay uh Kay. Yeah, why, go ahead, was, Dan. why was there so much more interest in this than the Raptors uh, offer? That was uh, that surprised me a little bit. Because uh, Trent could be a free agent after one more year. And he's also just we've got it's another kind of small guard that we don't. I mean, we've got, we've got Chris Duarte cost controlled did, as did a I, two guard of the future. Did I miss here, though? That was with a with the Raptors first round pick, too, right? Yes. The lottery protected. Lottery. Yeah, that well, was that was kind of the issue there. Yeah. Um, um, we could be talking quick, just to the difference of a few picks. Anyway, that's quick. Uh, quick peanut gallery since I was all three teams. Um kp dan how do you feel how do you feel about the do you think those were within the ballpark for turner offers i think it's ridiculous that nate assigned teams and gave the world's biggest miles turner fan <laughs> three teams that'd be interested and gave himself the pacer so that he would look like a shrewd negotiator and get I mean, these, I, get these monster I, offers I, I like miles turner too when he's healthy it's just <laughs> like if you're acquiring him in part for a stretch run and and that's the one thing about memphis is you know obviously anders is part of the rotation but by not including stephen adams in in this trade right you're not creating was... a hole for yourself at center but still to me i i think indiana would be lucky at this point to get more than one first round pick value for him yeah well hey i mean nicks have been reportedly interested in him you just weren't interested at that at that price dan yeah i mean i i don't we weren't going to come anywhere close to those I don't know if Danny would have either. I don't know if he can put himself in those shoes for a second uh, quickly, but like, I, I don't know if even Danny would have for the Knicks. It would have been hard for the Knicks, especially with all the other centers. Um, right. That's yeah. I mean, that was the other, and Memphis is also in this unusual place where I wasn't, there were only a couple of guys that were on my list and it was like everything else you're just going to hold, you're going to hold back. And it's like, well, I mean, if Turner can help them a lot in the next two years, which I think he can. And then I don't think that he's going to be out of their price range on an extension, which also makes Turner really interesting okay so let's mark down exactly what this deal is then we got miles turner going to memphis indiana is getting back the expiring contracts of kyle anderson and Jarrett culver that does add up to enough right yes and then the 2022 lakers pick that memphis owns from the trade with new orleans that is top 10 protected and then the worst of the grizz 
and Utah's pick this year. If the Lakers pick does not convey, then then, then that you get, converts into yeah. What, what is it, Danny? That con- that conveys into Indiana's 2024 and New Orleans 2025 seconds. And also the better of the 2024 Warriors first and Memphis's 2024. Yeah, that might have been that second the, the Warriors pick, and that might have been a mistake. But also, but you're giving up a then you're giving like the Lakers pick. We're thinking of it as like the number 16. So yeah, that's yeah okay, that's fine. Okay, so what were the seconds again? 2024, 2024 Indy, 2026. Um, or sorry, 2025 New Orleans. Technically, there's a little bit of a nuance on the indie pick. It could no, actually, they have it. They have it straight up. Never mind. There's an and. There's an yeah. There, there's an and, but it's yeah. It's going to be indie's 24. All right, we have a trade. It's only been an hour of recording time. Great job, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's who, who would have thought that the Ben Simmons trade discussions wouldn't bear fruit and would just take a bunch of time and not lead anywhere? That's, <laughs> I could have never predicted that that would happen. Ah. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, now that we have a trade in the books, let's see if we can find another one here with Jeremy Grant. I mentioned, of course, that we're looking for two prime assets. I would not consider a pick late in the first round necessarily to be a prime asset. So just keep that in mind, potential suitors. Shams Rani has reported that nearly every team in the league has called me about Jeremy Grant. So I expect that there will be robust off as the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Suns here, we're interested in Jeremy Grant. Um, we got low first round picks though um so i'm I'm guessing uh there's not going to be something there if not even like even if we did two first round picks uh down the road you know i it sounds like that's not going to be enough well would you be willing to make uh, who's the matching salary sharich and then you got to put in someone else too right right i mean depends what your what your interest is yeah i mean we're not really interested in jay crotter he's a little bit older for our time we might be interested in cameron johnson though yeah and we're not really uh looking to to move him um i mean i guess we were making more of like do you like jalen smith uh i mean as just pure lots of matching matching salary it's not bad yeah i mean our the crux of our offer is gonna be those two first round picks yeah but it just to, so we we know it would be sharich and smith and what else is we still would need more in terms of salary right yeah we would kaminsky would get it done ah he would get us there just that minimum even yeah i mean we'd run into potential roster spot issues as well Wait, but no, we might be able there. to i'm sorry no actually he would not get there that was yeah i mean we could throw rodney magruder in to match up on roster spots but but then and that wouldn't affect the salary because he's just on a pure one-year minimum that could be separate in terms of salary match but yeah we would need a little bit back from phoenix but yeah as you suspected dan and those two firsts are not too amazing if you wanted to throw cameron johnson in then we might be talking but Um, we could consider cameron johnson instead of a first but i'm I'm guessing that's not where you're uh, headed uh i mean i probably value cameron johnson at more than one of these firsts that you have to offer that's that's and i I like his fit with Cade too as a a shooter and just another long versatile guy on the perimeter with Cade johnson sadiq bay 
say that's that's a pretty decent group there but so that that's interesting but let's uh, let's hear what else is out there for jeremy grant surely there are other very interesting offers. timberwolves here we're we're not quite at two first round picks but we could do going forward in the future that we've already had or we've had things tethered before but if you're interested in malik beasley he could be better for you than the average salary filler if you don't particularly like malik beasley at his price torian prince would be a logical fit for you guys and we could we could also include recent first round pick leandro balmaro so it would be whichever salary filler you want balmaro and our first round pick this year top top four protected okay so that's balmaro this year's first top four protected and malik beasley if that if you'd prefer beasley to prince sure she's still kind of like balmaro a little bit but uh, also he hasn't really shown much yet he's got got a little bit of the new car driven off the lot situation there what else we got here uh, hawks here uh we'd be yeah, interested yeah. in and something based on uh i mean we could include some players if there's there's somebody you like but uh we have gallinari's uh near expiring contract and could include picks on top of that obviously as the the value to you a couple first okay be, picks. be be a little more specific about picks if you can sure um so we have a you know we have our own picks um we have a uh a first rounder from charlotte uh that is uh that we got from the reddish trade we could flip that back to our own pick also um you know, we want some protection on our own pick, um, you know, but we could give you something. You know, look, at we might not make the playoffs this year if uh, everything go, continues to go wrong. We're going to be make the playoffs over the coming year. So we'd be looking to, to send you a uh, a lottery pick, but something that's guaranteed to convey. You know, we, we'd be willing at the back end to make this unprotected. We're confident that it's not going to, you know, be us just missing the playoffs for, for six years and then you getting second rounder. So that it would be a, a bona fide real pick. Right, right. Yeah. So that's basically, that's two firsts, right? Is, are you, are you? you wouldn't be willing to make ga- so gallo that charlotte first and your own would you you'd be, that's what the offer is right and lottery protected on our own okay and and it would be your own this year or at least starting this year in terms of the lot of protection yeah okay it's not bad how about anyone else jazz you guys interested i mean it's tough for us to get to the two first round pick value we can't turn a pick until 2026 well i would be itch- if you're willing to do a 26 and a 28 unprotected that would be a very interesting offer to me who are you taking back his salary i assume joe ingles would be in there and then some other something something else to match it i realize you have some some tax concerns there as well although there isn't really anyone else that's kind of dead salary that jordan would clarkson do you, you would want to get off of clarkson i think so even with ingles out huh you, you need some guys who can dribble jazz <laughs> Jeremy Grant starts showing a lot more dribbling in Detroit. Yeah, dribbling and then shooting and having it go in. That's, um, now, I think the one thing that would give me a little bit of pause, Jazz, is that I'd be a little bit concerned that we would lose out on the two first-round picks because of the right. protections on that OKC pick right. in 2024. And you know that is top 10 protected. Donovan Mitchell will still have one year left on his deal, plus a player option after that year. But it could kind of be coming to a head around that time of him maybe having to move and who knows what happened with Gobert. The team's just going to look a lot different than overall. If you could maybe call up OKC and reduce the protection on that, not all the way, not making it totally unprotected. I realize that might be unrealistic, but you know, make it like top four protected and maybe even OKC might be willing to give you something back for that, frankly. Um, 
I don't know if you've talked with Sam Presti before. <laughs> well, uh, this version of OKC, I think, would actually might prefer that a little bit. Um, and if we, if we're having an independent discussion about that, uh, you know, we, we we could we could make it work. We'll put it that way. OKC as OKC and Sam Presti, you know, a little more reasonable. We're we're interested in getting the making that pick be as high as possible. So if you'd be willing to do that to move it to top four protection, speaking again as the Pistons here, so that we could get 26, 28 unprotected. I like that offer better than anything put out there as far. Did we get Frank Jackson in this deal as well? <laughs> yeah, I think that's possible to work out some of these lower level guys. I mean, this is just a, as the Pistons, this is like a big upside play picks that we can use in the future to build around Cade Cunningham when he's coming into his prime, either to use them or potentially trade them at that point. Jackson is a nice player. He's got a team option for next year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we can, we can think about some of these other things, but it, let's, uh, I mean, if you're, I think we'd be willing to say, we'll do some other kind of consideration. You know, Jackson is a nice player, but lower level level enough that it's not um that it's not totally unrealistic we would do that or something like it to throw something else in um but it, utah are you willing to get to make that deal with okc and then give us those two unprotected first round picks if you can get us to there then i i think we could get something that's pretty good obviously i gotta listen to the rest of the offer but uh i that is a deal that i would do unless it's superseded by something okay. even better well, let's let's listen to those better offers before i talk to oklahoma city okay i mean the the, the uh i'd say the the Atlanta, like your deal, if you can get there, would be slightly preferable to the Atlanta deal. But if you can't fix it with OKC, I'd say the Atlanta deal is, is preferable. Um, and I, I haven't even really between that Phoenix, Minnesota, Atlanta deal. I'm not even sure which of those I like better. But uh, I mean, the Utah is just so far out in the future. Um, who else is in on Jeremy Grant? Uh, Wizards here were interested. Um, you know, we, we can convey a, a uh, first round pick uh, two years after uh, we convey one to the, the Thunder. It's, uh, you know, a lottery protected in 2023, top 12 protected in 2024, top 10 in 2025 and top eight in uh, 2026. Um, some of this is probably going to be predicated on your interest in somebody like Kyle Kuzma or Ruri Hachimura. Well, Denny Avdia would be the guy that we'd want. It sounds like you can really only trade one first. We'd be looking for. We could potentially give you two. I mean, we could put, put work something in where there's the potential of two. Um, but we understand the likelihood might be one. I think, yeah, Denny Avdia and a future first, I think, would probably be what we need to get you in the door here. Mm, yeah, uh, it's a little rich for us. Okay. Anybody else interested? Lakers? I guess you, you Horton, Horton Tucker and... You know what our offer of is, Pistons. Um. Yeah, so it's, it's Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn. And a single first. Would you uh, unprotected? Top four. Yeah, it would have to be. Un- I mean, Utah is already offering two unprotected first in twenty six and twenty eight. So I don't. I mean, you just their best. Their best player is not thirty seven years old. So I mean, I, it's you're still the Lakers, though. I much as I would like to bet against the Lakers in the future due to their management, I still think that Utah. If I had to predict right now, I would say Utah have a worse record than the Lakers would. Um, now, if you're willing to go, and I was going to say even the only way I might even begin to think about it is if you're willing to do a deferment 27 or 28 both of those unprotected okay then we're, we're not going to come to something if that's if that's what you want what else i, I mean you, your best player is 37 what else are you going to do other than make this move there are a lot of other there are a lot of other players out there and and grant he's he's talented 
drafted for sure, but we still we're still building around the AD the AD LeBron pick and roll. So and we're not even sure how interested he would be being a third option in the extensions and all that. So it's not a rental, but it's a rental plus. Yeah, probably fourth option. I, yeah, I guess we should probably include Jeremy Grant in here as well because he still wants to play a pretty big role. Uh, in, ter- in Utah, how concerned are you about being able to re-sign Jeremy? Uh, it's definitely definitely a major concern for us. I mean, obviously, we'd have the one more year, so it's not you know all or nothing. But if we're giving up two unprotected first round picks, we've got to be confident that he's going to be part of our team beyond 2023. Yeah, well, I'll say this: being on a winning team would be pretty good. Utah is a pretty nice, like, equal opportunity offense. So I think uh, more so than in say Denver, I will get chances to handle the ball and attack. You know, if you're willing to give me a four year extension worth over 100 million dollars this summer, I think I would feel pretty good about re-signing in utah if i'm jeremy grant well obviously we would never promise something like that before we could legally offer it but i think that's a reasonable expectation for you to have okay anybody else who, who wants to get in here on jeremy grant all right that seems like about it so it's basically utah i'm still liking your deal the best due to the potential upside phoenix your best offer was cam johnson in a first the first first that you can send which would be a 24 yeah we were a little iffy on that That was like one under consideration we were willing to do uh two lottery protected firsts uh the next two we could send with cam johnson instead of a first we're kind of iffy um it sounded like you like that utah offer better than that one anyway so we weren't uh rushing to make up our mind on that yeah i think so um atlanta would you be willing to make john collins available I think we'd rather have John Collins than than Jeremy Grant. Okay. So Atlanta, your deal to reiterate then is Danilo Gallinari, 2022 Atlanta first, lotto protected, and the Charlotte pick that you got in the Reddish deal that starts protected 18 this year and then goes down by like two every year after that. Right. All right, Utah, if, if you can make this deal with OKC to reduce the protection to top four on the 2024 pick that you owe them from the favors deal, we've got a deal. So are you willing to have that conversation? with sam presti utah yeah let's let's get that on the horn (laughs) oh you seem just so eager to have that discussion (laughs) i mean it makes me a little queasy the thought of reducing the protection on the pick in 2024 and giving up two unprotected picks in a small market but then i look at our record the last 13 games and that makes me queasy as well yes (laughs) yes i I suppose it would Hmm. so so the current protections on that pick to refresh your memory Oklahoma City are that uh, it is since you've got so many picks to keep tra- straight. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. This will be useful. Top 10 protected in 2024 uh, and again in 2025 and then reduces to top eight protection in 2026. So I think my proposal would be to make it a one year window. You know, something that the Thunder are familiar with, but then reduce it to top four protection. Well, okay. The, uh, there's We would still have to get something, though, if it doesn't go. Then we can we can do second round picks instead. But you're getting all the upside now of potentially getting a pick as high as fifth, whereas before the highest this pick was ever going to possibly be was ninth. Yeah, that's interesting. And so we can do our 2025 and 2026 seconds, which we were previously sending to Memphis if we didn't convey that pick. Sorry, I, what are I, the seconds again? 25 and 26, which I got a strong feeling that we are going to be conveying that pick to the Grizzlies this season, which is top six protected. Yes, yes. 
So you guys have a first, or uh, sorry, a second in 24? They do not. That pick is owed to another team. Yeah, because I was hoping that if you end up being top four, that then at least your second would be relatively juicy then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the concern of just getting nothing. I mean, we do have so many picks that I'm just, I'm tempted to just play the lottery here. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, could we, what if we did this? jazz what if we just reduce it to top four protected that one year but then it retains the same protections going forward after that we're gonna have to talk to detroit see whether that's going to be acceptable to them he's now yeah, there's the, no longer a guarantee they're going to get two first round picks that's true yeah detroit is not is not happy about that so yeah i guess we would not necessarily be willing to accept that um what if we did it yeah. what if we did it top three so there's a chance that even if we win the lottery like no matter where we are you know even if we win the lottery there's a chance you get that pick okay yeah we'll do that i might have been confused at the end so how is, how is it top three protected and they can get it if you win the lottery well they can get it even if we are one of the teams in the lottery oh so I see. The, right. the, the number four the number four team i see quote, unquote, I, the lottery. I see yeah yeah okay that's a deal so we're starting off here we'll get the jeremy grant deal we still got to work out the salary as well we're not quite done here so let's get this okc one on the books first because that's enabling us to do this deal as uh detroit and utah so the okc deal is utah reducing the protection of their pick it was top 10 in 2024 top 10 in 2025 to up eight in 2026 and instead it is now top three in 2024 and then it reverts into something else otherwise seconds in 2025 and 26 okay and those are utah's seconds correct okay and from yeah, I think th- those could still be decent enough seconds. I mean, I think when when OKC made this deal, we're probably thinking the Jazz were still going to be pretty good at that point. And if the Jazz are bad enough in 24 to retain that pick, then right. their seconds in 25 and 26 will probably still be good. So as far as Detroit, I mean, the salary works if you're willing to do Jackson and and uh, Grant for Ingles and Clarkson. Oh, Clarkson is back in now? That's a pretty big piece. I don't know if we want Jordan Clarkson going forward. Eh, Troy Weaver might actually be interested in Jordan Clarkson going forward if you're willing to just give him up so he's got 12.4 this year 13 next year and then 14.3 player option the year after that Clarkson's not a terrible fit next to Kate Cunningham though and so I think yeah you know what I think that's fine I think we'll just take Jordan Clarks we, we, we're willing to do that as the Pistons trying to put my Troy Weaver hat on here and I, I like this deal pretty well for us anyway so uh, I, I'm willing to do that and so then it's Frank Jackson going back and Jeremy Grant so this is going to save it's you a, guys some money as well you both yes. this year and going forward it's also a great deal to strike on President's Day if, if that were the case <laughs> <sighs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so one more time here. Jeremy Grant and Frank Jackson to Utah. Detroit gets Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, Utah's 2026 first, which they now can for sure trade Correct. due to the move with OKC, and Utah's 2028 first, unprotected. How much money does this end up saving you for this year, Utah? It's not a massive amount, but it's about $7 million. Well, and now you get space under the tax next year, or not under the tax, but just more space. Well, not really. Tax he's, penalty to re-sign Grant, or he's a, he's he's under contract. Yeah, yeah. So it's increasing the tax bill since Ingles was expiring, but obviously we're yeah. going to have to fill that spot somehow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and but you, so yeah, you're only taking on an extra eight million for next year, basically. Okay. I could, I could also see Boyan Bogdanovich maybe being expendable next off season. <laughs> it's possible. It's all, but uh, Boyan and Grant, that's actually not those guys are a decent fit next to each other. Right. What do you think in Utah? So Boyan and Grant will start and you just avoid 
Bryce O'Neill of the bench. I think that's probably the case, yeah. Okay. Matchup based, too. All right, this this is fun. P- Peanut Gallery, you guys got any thoughts here? I think I it's think- the Jazz taking on a lot of risk for their third best player, but maybe they're desperate. I think it's a home <laughs> run for the Pistons. Uh, oh, yeah. Unprotected first round pick so far down the road. Uh, Troy Weaver can sell, the you know, whatever he does between now and then, if he builds a winner or not, you can sell like, oh, well, there's hope down the road. Uh, there's some high upside there. Um, I think Kevin put it real well with uh, Queasy making this trade, Queasy without. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, this is a pretty good return. In real life, these picks are so far out. I don't know that GMs would value, because to me, I was like, I'd value a Utah 2026 or 2028 first unprotected more than I would value a 22 lotto protected from another team. I'm not sure that most team and perhaps more accurately, most GMs would feel that way. I think if anybody does, it's Troy Weaver. Yeah, he feels like he's got some job security. And here's the other thing, too, is like we've already got the Pistons have plenty of young guys already that they're trying to develop. They're going to have another high pick this year, probably have another high pick next year. So just getting another and particularly getting two picks that are like that are this year, that doesn't do much. I, I, I love the idea of being flush with picks as Cade is coming into his prime and we're trying to really compete. So yeah, I, I think this is a good deal. I, I honestly, I'm not sure I would have done this as, as Utah, but I think after the Ingles injury, it makes it even more like maybe if before Ingles got injured, maybe I wouldn't have done it, but now they just kind of have to, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely more aggressive than I was thinking for Utah coming into this. That's for sure. But the other aspect of it is that it didn't seem like the bidding was quite as frothy as I was expecting. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I, yeah, I still, I still think that those are the two best possible assets i could have gotten i like those those two assets better than any other asset that was in the deal so it's pretty easy for me but again i think a little bit that will do it for part one of the seventh annual mock trade deadline thank you so much for joining us and if you want to hear the remainder of it please subscribe at dunked on prime the link is in the description of this podcast and we got a lot more action coming in the second part we end with a total of 14 trades and we even end up actually circling back on ben simmons amazingly as well so i hope to see you as a subscriber again we're having that special mock trade deadline sale where you can get total access to our salary sheets which are updated live during the trade deadline our discord which has actually been called the most positive online space that our subscribers have ever experienced you can get danny's and my chats you can get our dunks three times a week which is all the stuff that we are reading on a weekly basis and you can get all that for much less per month than just the podcast only so hope to see you on dunked on prime thanks for listening at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every basket every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.